and take 15. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to another dumb podcast. It's not just a fun, clever name, guys. Um, well, we, today we have a nice, interesting podcast for you. Not one of, not one of the most professional podcasts that you'll ever hear, but... Did you really come here for a nice professional podcast? I don't think you did. Well, today we're uh, we're having a little bit of a post game show, a autopsy, a post mortal, whatever of the Grego interview, and I'm doing it with my very very good. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say it. I was told that I say very very too much, and really really, I'm really really dumb, but my very good friend Jacob and Jacob is a very funny guy and he offers great insight on things and uh, I'm done uh, complimenting him because that's all I can do I don't want to do anymore so um, yeah Jacob uh, brings up some good points and he uh, he came prepared I, I was really kind of shocked during this podcast he uh, he he really brought it, and he uh, did his research. Uh, he's a very good ticket, uh, thirteen, uh, a good thirteen ten the ticket uh, historian. He's listened for many many years. I think much more than I have. I'm just kind of a, you know, a, a more early aught. I don't know. Two twenty tens is when I was my heaviest heaviest listening, but uh, uh yeah. Jacob really brings some great insight into the interview and, and we kind of just go over the things that that we observed from it and uh, it was just such a um, it was such a I want to say life changing it was just it was such a great interview and, and everything about it we've we I, I was you know as everything was unfolding I was like Jacob we've got to do a we got to do a post game show on this and kind of just talk about the interview and how it all happened and um, and then I was like, Hey, we need to talk about Watchmen. So then we talked about Watchmen. So, uh, disclaimer, I apologize. As I said, this isn't the real professional podcast that you've been looking for. This is not, um, this is not some million dollar endeavor. This is not a, uh, I don't have real expensive equipment and, and just soundproofed rooms or anything like that. I am just a, a man with a day job who is a fan of radio and politics and other things and decided to talk on microphones. Well, uh, throughout most of this podcast, you can hear my daughter in the background, in another room, screaming her head off. Uh, I believe you can probably hear my my wife, who is lovely and beautiful, and um, you can probably hear her telling her to please try to be quiet. Well, and you can probably hear the the motion picture Frozen in the background. Well, you can hear all those things, and me and Jacob talk about the Grego, the Grego interview. Um, it's it's a it's a jam packed episode, so. I do apologize. I have no idea what to do about the sound. <laughs> I just don't. 
I'm I'm very uh, I'm very new to this as far as the audio side. I've I didn't realize there's actually a part. Um, I won't tell you what time it is, but there's a time where out of nowhere, for no reason, there's a buzzing sound. Why? No idea. So there is some cut audio in here because I had to just tell Jacob to shut up and I hear something and um, that was pretty annoying. And then Jacob's phone is just so much contentious contention with his phone. He had apparently been on speaker the entire time, went off speaker, and it sounded worse than speaker. It's amazing. So he he makes whiskey, glass noises, and it's 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 a you know what it is. And he says it in there. It's an organic podcast. This is not your high, you know, production podcast. This is you know this is the grittiest podcast. We're we're calling Greg on a flip phone. I mean this is. This is pirate radio, man. You can't tell us. We don't have corporate drones telling us what to do. We're doing this shit on our own. So this is what happens. And I'm glad my daughter could be part of this episode. Um, if my nephew is listening, who is coming in town uh, Friday, uh, I love you, buddy. Your dad's making you listen to a very naughty podcast. He shouldn't be doing that, but I love you. Uh, Other than that, I think that's it. Um, Please enjoy it. Uh, A little bit of Watchmen at the end. If you uh, have never watched Watchmen, uh, turn it off right there because there's nothing else for you. Um, Yeah, or keep watching or keep listening. But there are some spoiler alerts or there's a uh, we do spoil it. So that would be kind of worthless if you did. So enjoy it. Uh, I apologize again for the audio. This is what you get, man. It's free. Why are you complaining about free? Don't complain about free stuff. All right. See ya. Oh, uh, follow me at, at another dumb podcast. I'm going to be posting out all stuff through an, another dumb podcast uh, at another dumb pod. And then uh, follow me at uh, Brad Calhoun. And you can also follow Jacob I'll have this all in the show notes, but follow Jacob at JD Sailors at 16. Uh, hold on. At JD Sailors. That's it. Yeah, at JD Sailors. I thought he had 16 in there, but maybe that was his old one. So uh, follow him and we will piss you off. All right. Have a good one. Enjoy. I'd drill him a couple of times. Drop your pants and let me your butt hard. That was fantastic. The hard line. We are Kashyap. And I know this is going to piss you off, Grego, but uh, your little buddy who you invited... Richard Hunter, our own Big Dick Hunter. Of course, everything's a bit to him, so he had to carry in his own little mini disc. Oh, did he? Knowing that something like that was going to happen. <laughs> that the big hammer would be disappointed and, and voice his disappointment to all those there. So let's roll what uh, Big Dick came back with. 
like, this is pretty much the best state we've ever been on. Isn't it fun? This place awesome. It's just like we're on Broadway. Yeah, just remember that when I'm trying to get in your pants tonight. <laughs> I'm already all blue-balled up here just thinking about it. Boy, a naked Morgan Fairchild. Now, that gets me blue-balled up. You're so sweet and thoughtful, Grego. In a date rape kind of way. But you're also smart. Like Boss Hall. <laughs> I love Boss Hall. He fought crime with his brain. We just don't have lawmen like him anymore. Shh, Greg, shh. It's my favorite part of the play. Boring! Where's the nudity? This sucks! You gotta be patient, Greg. Just a second. Be patient. I can't see any boobs. Greg, just... Hang on, here we go. Here we go, they're lowering the lights. Lowering the lights? But I can't see anything. I can't see anything. I've been lied to. I can't see boobs. Nobody lies to the hammer. Hey, look, a popcorn guy with a funny hat. You're <laughs> so easily distracted. Do you have ADD? No. I mean, maybe. Well, I, I mean, maybe yes. Where's Ryan's? I don't know. Where's the nudity? I'll Tivo smoking the band at three. It's the one without Burt Reynolds, but I still find it funny. <laughs> You're all dead. I'll kill you all. Huh. Wow. You were, rough night. You were pissed. It was a rough night. <laughs> <laughs> it's the hard line featuring Mike Ryder. What, are, what, what do you want to get into? What, 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 what are we doing? Greg the Hammer Williams. Uh, well, yeah. Also starring Danny Paul. I am so hungover. Kevin Scott, Psycho Dave, and Corby Davidson as the Cobra. So sit back, relax, because it's time for America's favorite sports show, The Heartline. <laughs> is the time and then one okay now it's recording now, well, it's recording. now it's recording you're supposed to shut up you're the you're the guest oh i'm not a seasoned radio vet like jesus you. christ get this right jacob all right here's jacob i really wasn't gonna, like you're not one i'm gonna like and well, now well now you now, you, now you, Brad, you've already oversold it. You've already <laughs> oversold it. <laughs> well, I will say, uh, sorry for, uh, I'm not going to be real professional in this one, but um, I'm going to call this one the unofficial post-game, uh, post-game Grego interview, post Greg interview post-game. How about that? That's a hell of a title. We'll work on that. <laughs> it's workshopped. It'll get better, like with anything. But yeah, I'm gonna call this one the the Grego post game show, and then slash. Uh, I want to talk some Watchmen, maybe. I don't know if you got any Watchmen HSOs yet? Uh, yeah, I got some. You, you watched got- it last night, right? 
Yeah, we did. We, I killed it off last night. But I would uh, say, both, I would say, the, yeah. Well, I would say the majority of uh, this is going to be centered around the old Grego, the Grego interview, which is uh, really taking fire in the DFW uh, area. What do you think? How many? How many? Uh, how many podcasts and groupies have filled up your DM? Okay, uh, fuck. <laughs> I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't say they're in my DMs. Um, Is that for off the record or? No, no. I, I there's none. There's. I, I'm actually shocked at the lack of groupies, but um, yeah. I mean, it'll come. It'll come soon enough. But yeah, this one. Um, when did I re- when did I release this one? Was this on? Uh, um, Monday? No, I think it was Tuesday. So today, no, okay. it was Monday, wasn't it? I thought, I thought it was Monday. Monday afternoon. So today is Wednesday. Uh-huh. So we've only, we've pretty much had a good two and a half full days, and this is all. Holy right. shit, dude! Wait a minute. Time out. I'm sorry. I'm gonna interrupt your show. Today's only Wednesday. Is it? I spent all day thinking it was Thursday. Yeah, dude, it's so Wednesday right now. Well, I know. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right, go on. Okay, well, in in the two and a half days that the the Grego podcast has been out, and I'm not saying the listenership is real high regardless, so let me me kind of uh, put it in a weird frame. So let's say if I had 10 listeners, um, and like regularly before Grego, I have like, um, oh no, that's probably too high. So I've had five, I've had two listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I've had two listeners. I, I wonder if I could name them all by name. <laughs> exactly. They've all, they've all contacted me individually and I've counted them up and I go, okay, I've got everybody accounted for. No one's, no one's lacking. That's how it is right now. Yeah. I have a roll call. Pretty much. It, w- I, it wouldn't even take up a good five minutes. Um, but, um, if I had two listeners, then I probably and now after the Grego, we probably would be having like 15, 20. But that's not real numbers. I'm just like a scaling type. Hold an increase percentage-wise. Yeah, there's a huge increase, like a crazy amount of yeah. increase. Yeah. Where it even you know the Kate the Kevin Turner which one was which is I'm sorry it was unsurped by Grego, but. Uh, as far as the most listened. What the fuck are you doing in the background? Sorry. That's probably my whiskey rattling. <laughs> Do I need to put it down? No, well, it, it is, it is a resonate or, yeah, All right. we can definitely hear your whiskey. Dry. Okay. Dry show from now on. We'll have to get you a, a professional microphone one of these days. So, <laughs> so yeah, the Grego show, um, definitely, um, shot the numbers up and and within two days i mean the numbers for kevin uh, for kevin turner's show yeah that one took a while like it was kind of a slow burn like and then it yeah. eventually like shot up but uh grego well i mean yeah grego still has name value i think he does i think he really does yeah. but um i guess i, I want to get your initial i know you've told me a little bit but what your initial thought of the interview was and Let's just say right here, I, I liked your your comment uh, on Twitter, going. I would love to kick Brad in the nuts about about this, but uh, yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, so my, I listened to it. I listened to it one time through, 
just listening to try to find any way to criticize you. Right. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Now that's a joke. Well, um, I mean, but uh, I, I think so, it would be a good. I would uh, uh, not so criticize, but I think it would like to find something that maybe I could work on. Maybe or there's probably lot, not lots to work on, but. I mean, what what the fuck do I know about podcasting? What I, I who am I to tell you what to do? Well, you, you all I know is you all I know is I was ears. entertained. Yeah, I was entertained. Um, it was it was it exceeded whatever expectation I had. I guess right. I didn't know what to expect out of him. I didn't know what to expect how you were going to handle it. If you're going to be nervous at all or shy or you know if he was going to be you know half-assing it or what. No. Uh, yeah, you were confident and pointed, and you kept your mouth shut when you needed to. And he was—he brought—he brought his A game. Yeah, <clears throat> wasn't that? Uh, you know, you're you're a more—I I would say you've listened to more hours of Grego than I have. I'm—I'm totally up to say that. I have no problem with it. Have you? When was the last time you heard a Grego of that? clear-mindedness and you know with the guy who's who seemed to be with it have you heard that that grego in a while so when grego had his problems i guess you would say on the ticket i mean i was i was young dude i was still in high school and pretty naive and didn't listen with the keen ear of hmm, something's off <laughs> that's right so <laughs> nothing for me nothing was really weird until uh, I, I think it was right after we graduated high school, so maybe the fall of 2005, or I don't, I don't remember. Maybe it was the first time he went to rehab, but he was off the air, and it was a shroud of mystery, right? Right. Every day they 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 opened up the hard line with that fake phone call with Gordo and Cat. You remember that? <laughs> okay, remind me. It's been so damn yeah, long. Well, it's, yeah. it's, you do, you do, you don't. Just go back and find it. But they opened up the show every single day while he was gone, and it was just. It was just Gordon rambling to Cat about why he couldn't be at work because he had a, a tennis shoe in his cheek or something <laughs> like that. Like, I'm going to send somebody over there to check on him. Don't you send nobody over here. Don't you send nobody over here. <laughs> I'm really gonna, funny bit. Right? I'm going to put that at the end, that, by the way. That started the, whole, that, that started the whole where's Grego, right? Right, right. And so other people more keen than me were probably already – thinking, uh, Grego doesn't sound right. Something disappeared, and that's what, you know, that's what sparked the whole thing. And nobody would say anything. Nobody would say where he was or what was going on. Um, yes, probably, you know, HIPAA and all that stuff. But Well, I mean, probably at the uh, time, it probably wasn't anybody's business what, what was wrong with Grego. And I think that was the yeah. point where they were actually – they were actually probably concerned, and they, you know, he was still their friend at that time, probably. I don't think they were ready to throw him away just yet. I think that was around 04, 05. Yeah, it was somewhere in there, um, but he was off the show suddenly. I wasn't listening the day that you know the the infamous day where he got pulled off the air after showing the plate. Right, I right. wasn't listening that day. I think you were probably in the Marines. I just know he was on the air, and then one day I tuned in, and all of a sudden you get fake Gordo, and then no Grego. <laughs> so that went on for a while, and then it was just off the air. And then I remember Corby and Mike saying, uh, you know, there will be a day we can talk about this. That time is not now. And that was the last thing they said about it. <laughs> hmm. um, but to answer your question, um, so I didn't notice any difference in Grego up until the time he left off the ticket. I do remember when he came back on the fan. Mm-hmm. 
that it sounded like a guy who was trying to follow the rules. Yeah. Not a guy doing a radio show. Kind you know, of like just he was trying to keep his job. With... Yeah, exactly. He, he was trying to follow the guidelines set before him. Mm-hmm. And I think and that was probably given to him. I think that was probably he given to that him. in the interview that I, I'm a terrible radio guy, you know, in his words, I'm a terrible radio guy. Mm-hmm. And it sounded like he was trying to be radio guy. And it just always sounded awkward. Not loose Grego, which was at, you know, at the Bennigan's right. or, or wherever name, name your uh, place where they did a, a live spot or a, what are those called? What are, <laughs> you know, at some bar, you know, having fun and, you know, cutting it up. That that Grego didn't exist on the fan. And obviously no one ever listened to him on the ESPN. I never listened to him on the ESPN. No, I don't remember that at all. Maybe yeah. I was out of the country, but I don't know. I probably wouldn't have listened anyway. I, I think it was – and I think that was like they were probably – Grego, you were strictly sports. You don't get on anything else probably. Right. And, and that's why I did call hey. it the dark period because no one listened. Yeah, right. Um, so what, what do you have in mind for this? I wrote down some notes if you're interested in any of that. I, well, I you do. Okay, so, yeah, go, so go through yeah, your yeah, notes. The first time I was just kind of listening in and out, but the second time I listened, you know, to take some notes. Um, I wrote down, you missed an opportunity on the intro. I know. <laughs> that, that's probably... Jumped in. I, maybe I'm not the first one to mention this, but why wasn't your intro something like, you know, we are here with the number one radio host, the number one radio host, <laughs> the hammer, the hard line. I know. I didn't want to do a lot of bits, though. I really didn't. Like, ah, I wanted to have fun with them. I I, yeah, I didn't I didn't want to do a hell of a lot of bits and just kind of do ticket stuff. I mean, not that I'm really – like, I'm, like, the worst with that. Like, I, I love the little <clears throat> in, inside ticket jokes and all that. But I'm actually really bad at remembering these old ticket moments and all that. And I know that one. I know that I've listened to that one millions sure. of times. Never even occurred uh-huh. to me to go, you know, I should just act, you know, act like he's, you know, oh, well, oh, the commissioner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I didn't even yeah, say his no, last I, I listened back to that. I was like, I didn't even listen I didn't even say his last name. I said Greg, it is the hammer, right? And I'm like why the hell did you right. say, finish that yeah, off? That, that's probably too. <laughs> Why were you confused about his nickname? I, well, I, it was part joke. I was partly joking, and then okay, I, maybe I was a little. Uh, I was a little nervous starting it out. I think I was. Uh, yeah, I think I was a little nervous starting out. I didn't want to. Rightfully so. I mean, yeah, you should have been. Yeah, I, I was. I was. I was a little. Uh, some people don't know. I talked to him a couple times before the interview. Like I had called him, Producing. yeah, I called him one time, um, and he just talked, and you know we were, and I was, you know, it was nothing was recorded. It was just kind of uh, letting him know what I wanted to do, and you know, and he, you know, he was just so gung ho. He was like, he was, he was, I don't want to say emailing me. He was, you know, you know, messaging me on Twitter, you know. And he was fucking giddy to get on air. Like, he was so giddy well, to talk to someone. You know, I, 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 I agree. And I, I kind of wonder, you know, that's, that's, what, that's what he does or did. Mm-hmm. You know, that's who he was, right? So, you know, 
something something you really love to do. Say if it was, I don't know, golf or whatever. <clears throat> and um, you you golf all the time, you love it, and then all of a sudden you can't golf anymore. Yeah. And then someone gives you an opportunity to uh, go to the driving range. And you're looking at your driver, and you're like, hell yeah, brother, let's get this. No, I think, you know, I, maybe I think that's that was how it is for him. Yeah, and I think he was I think he was willing at that point. I guess no I don't you know, I find it actually kind of weird that you know, I know people have had interviews with him and I really haven't heard him on any podcast per se. At least I if anybody's yeah. got one for me, I don't know. I mean if they had it a year or two after the fan like I remember he had that podcast for a little bit where he was probably whacked out of his mind. And right. it, it was it was unlistenable, I think. I mean, just again, like he says, he's not a he's not a radio guy, and he's also a number two, so he needs someone to help. Hey, you know, he needs someone with a softball going here, Grego, toss this one up, yep. you hit it out of the park, and that's all Grego yep. needs. And Mike right was along. that Mike was so great at, it, and I think that's why Richie wasn't good at it. It's like you had the best radio guy ever, and and fucking Richie couldn't make that work. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, I, who knows what was going on behind the scenes there, too. You know, I think the ticket probably had a lot more latitude with Grego on there than what was going on at the fan trying to start out and get their feet wet, you know? Yeah. So uh, what, are, what other notes do you have? So, yeah, I, I fumbled uh, off the, real, real fumbled quick, off the beginning. Who the hell is Greg give, me, give me 10 seconds on Greg Valentine. Who the hell is that? <laughs> Greg Valentine is a professional wrestler that was popular in the 80s and 90s. Okay. Uh, did you not know that? Hey, did you not learn something? No, dude. Okay, listen. We might need to do a wrestling podcast one day, maybe. But I'm my calling Jerry. Our wrestling fire burned bright around 98, 99, and 2000. And nothing before and nothing after. Yeah, uh, Greg, uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine in about 98 was flaming out. Badly. I suppose I could have Googled that, but I thought maybe you had an interesting story or something about it. About what? Um, just who the hell Greg Valentine was. I mean, he was just he a, said, like, I, and actually, if you I, like, I listen, said, if you like, look at Greg the Hammer Valentine, you can kind of look at both of them and kind of go, I bet they could have been brothers. So that's kind of funny too. So Google uh, Google Greg the Hammer Valentine. All right, I'll get on that. You clarified who Mike Ryder was, but then just rolled through Greg Valentine. So. <laughs> <laughs> well again i don't know who the listeners are and i don't know right. I, I don't know who the hell is gonna listen well, to this for this listener i know who mike reiner is well and i but I, i'm not very centered on this it wasn't about greg the hammer valentine this was about hammer the hammer and you know the old gray wolf that's the i, I want them to know okay. who the hell mike reiner is Next. Um, <laughs> what would you have given? Now, we were both young. We both had our heyday. Mm -hmm. Some of us still do. What would you have given to party with bartender Grego back when you were like 21 <laughs> years old? With, with <laughs> the knowledge with the knowledge that I knew he was going to be who he was? I don't know. He, well, I no, bet no, no. you get all that. Just, just his personality. Yeah, I think Grego oh, would have been. Grego probably would have been a guy. If we were the same age, we'd probably be best friends. And like I'm, I. He charmed his. He charmed his way onto the ticket. Exactly. He charmed his way into every job he had. Exactly. So just imagine what it would have been like, you know, 
I I bet Hanging you he out, was going a, to parties with exactly. Parker he was a guy. He was a guy. Everybody wanted to be best friends with the hammer. You know, everybody wanted to be good friends with the hammer, and he wanted to hang out with him. And another fun fact, I might talk to Grego about this. He probably knows of my uncle because he used to play at that bar all the time. Huh. Yeah, he was a he's a bassist in a in a band and probably played there all the time. Well, the reason I brought that up mostly is because you and I both had swim through the restaurant industry, and we kind of know what that scene is like. Ooh, yeah, and but, they have fun. Yeah, they do, and I don't remember anyone half as cool as what Greg probably was. Yeah, I mean, I, I do know some guys that were, um, you know, the whole, you know about the whole, you know, you're at a restaurant, you go go with all your friends after you get done with the shift and go to a bar, and then you go hang yeah. out with that other bartender, and then you become right. friends with that right, bartender. Right, right. So, yeah, I mean, there was the maybe the, not the people that you worked with, but maybe some of those bartenders that maybe you didn't know, but you knew because you went to their bar every time. That were pretty awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah. I think the, probably the part I laughed the hardest throughout the entire interview was what he said, I'm like Forrest Gump. <laughs> but just that? You remember that? <laughs> huh? I said, just that? <laughs> I'm like Forrest Gump. Well, <laughs> well, the visual in my head of, you know, Grego's life as Forrest Gump, I don't know. No, he he <laughs> was talking about he was right. talking about the fact that anybody, you know, I you oh, guess I you could it. say like Ben and Skin. Well, they're like Forrest Gump. You know, they ran through all the sports radios, but they've not. I like Ben and Skin, and they're um, go listen to their new podcast. I actually, listen to like two episodes today, two or three episodes today. Really great podcast. Yeah, but it. but they have not lived a wilder life than Greg the Hammer. <laughs> They haven't. Dude, no, I, I, I understand the reference he was making yeah. about just all the different directions his life went. But I don't know. I just thought it was a really funny reference. Maybe he had uh, maybe he had uh, uh, knocked up a lady with AIDS. You don't know. Yeah. You forgot about that part. Um. Okay, so bring it back now. Oh, you're just going to run? You're going to lay out on me on that one? No, uh... Maybe I was already thinking about the next thing I was going to say. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so he gets into his ego and, you know, um, he, I, what was his quote? I didn't write the quote down, but he said he started to believe his own hype. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I know they all, all have unique personalities, but how did none of the other guys fall into the same trap? Well, here's here's what I'm going to say is I believe a lot of these guys have a very large ego. I think now again I have a large ego. Well, yeah, and okay, Mike Reiner gets ego. into Mike Reiner obviously didn't have a didn't have a um an effing, you know, drug problem or anything, but there, he right. runs around there going, I can do basically whatever the hell I want. And if you got a problem with it, I can go get a I can go get a contract of the fan in two fucking seconds. That's exactly what he and that almost happened too. So that's the part of the ego. That's what he was probably referencing. That he can just go to any other radio station, screw off, I don't have to deal with this stuff. So Yeah. 
that's more or less what he was talking yeah. about. As far as like the destructiveness, um, well, they're not all they're not all depressed. They are not all drug addicts, right? So, I mean, there's some that are maybe alcoholics, like Danny Bayless or something. But uh, okay, so, <laughs> hold on. Let me let me re- re- rephrase the question a little bit. So. Before he even gets into the drug problem and all that, he already said I had to go. Like I was a problem. You know, I was I was a bad person. So this is separate from drugs or no, 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 any no. of that. It's, no, 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 no. That's not that's not the difference. Number one, yes, he was mentally sick. Okay, he he was very mentally ill at that point. But the drugs do hurt that as well. Have you ever been around a person who is? who is heavily into drugs or having a bad drug problem, they are pieces of shit. And that is, and they will lie, cheat and steal or whatever they have to do to keep on living where the way that they're living at that moment. So yeah. he had to go because he was being an asshole and lying and, and Basically, no, I'm I'm fine. I'm better. You know, nothing's wrong with me. You know, that's the part where everybody says yeah. he's a pathological liar. Well, he was lying because he was trying to keep on the ruse that everything was fine, even though everything was wrong. Everything, his whole life was was basically crumbling at that point when he was on all the drugs. Oh, not all the drugs, but he was on cocaine. He was having a he was having a Vicodin addiction and he was uh, he was clinically depressed as well. That's a bad combination. Yep. So the no. the difference is why no one else is basically fizzled out like that is because again, you have to have um you have to have the personality for that to like basically flame out like he did and right you know the clinical depression which nobody wants to talk about and i think that's one of the bigger things that happened to to grego is that he was depressed and he 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 was basically mentally ill at that point believing his own hype and then you know basically you know i don't know i I don't want to psychoanalyze the guy because you don't really know him and you're just kind of going off of sure. whatever you see. But I think there's no, but it's yeah. a fun conversation. No, no, I, yeah. One of the most guys that, you know, for anybody that is into radio, much less sports radio, just yeah. radio in general, name a more interesting character. Yeah. I mean, and well, I'm going to get on like two things. I don't have anything written down, but I hope I get to them, but I have them in my head. The, the other thing that you said to me that I found, um, ultimately true is the way you you said you you said it earlier is that you knew when to be quiet and i knew i had to coach myself because there was other ones where i wanted to jump in and ha, ha, yeah. but this one i knew for a fact that that's why i didn't have an intro for the podcast and then go hey welcome to you know i didn't want to do any of that shit because people are there to listen to grego and i didn't want to sure. get into the way of everything i just want to facilitate him talking and Grego was the, you know, he's over here going, oh, Brad's just such a great interviewer. No, I'm not a great interviewer. <laughs> I'm not. Grego is a great interviewee. He, you, all yeah. you need to do is go talk about the early '90s, Grego. Talk about the 2000s, Greg. Talk about you know, right. that's all you've got to do. 
with Grego and let him roll and shut the hell up. That's all you got to do. Well, he's one of his best characteristics. Like I said, it's you know he can charm people. Yeah. So you you could have totally sucked ass in your interview, and he would have still told you how great you were. <laughs> I, he, there's no doubt he's he's very he's very complimentary. I think he wants to. Um, um, I don't think he's looking to make an enemy out of me, and you know, you know, talk talk shit about me or anything. Like, I don't know if he actually thought I was good, and I hope he did. And I think he, I think there was things I was able to get him out, get it out of him, or kind of maybe veer veer him towards the things I wanted no, to did. hear. Like, like I said, you were extremely pointed, and you weren't afraid to ask anything, and I, I think he respected that. No, and, it, and again, the only thing I was, I was not, I was not afraid. I knew, I said, okay, let's talk about the early days, and then I want to try, you know, I actually wish I would have gotten a little bit more um, of a layer of talk about your relationship with, with Mike Reiner, and he, he went over that, but um, I wanted I to get to the... Out of that, yeah, I, I did too. But I, I just was trying to get it more in of a timeline, and I feel like I, you know, um, I feel like I did. So, Grego, uh, the only part that I had a problem with was whatever I was, um, I was trying to get into the hard periods where you know, like you heard when you said spit it out, I was trying to, I wasn't scared, I was just trying to ar- articulate how I was going to say this, and I was like, how do you bring this up? So that's if anybody was like, "Well, you were afraid to say that." I'm like, "No, I knew I wanted to talk about it. No, no, no. It's I, just I I yeah, couldn't." I, I, how do you bring I can't that up speak for everybody else? But I I knew that you were just trying to make it make sense, not yeah. that you were scared to ask. Yeah, yeah. Because and, at that up until that point, you hadn't been shy about anything. So you know, at that you weren't going to be shy for anything going forward. No, I, I was actually know. as I was telling some people, I was. I was more I was real nerve I was more nervous during the Kevin Turner <laughs> podcast and guess what I know Kevin Turner and I'm friends with Kevin Turner and I I was still nervous but Grego one I felt I was like you know what just got to suck it up and just let's just move along here but um uh, uh, other parts that have been talked about okay um another thing that was brought up about um um I'm not going to bring up who was who was talking about it, but what are, what are you doing? Is there a game on or something? Me? Yeah, I'm trying to find the Mavericks. <sighs> Luca's anyway, out. No one cares. <clears throat> nah, dude. I thought the same. I thought the same thing. I know, but then Porzingis. Yeah. So. so regardless, what I was going to say is, um, Mr. Uh, I don't want to say his name, but there were a lot of people were very apprehensive of even listening to Grego, which I found strange. I found very, very odd. I mean, even people who had been listening for a long time and, you know, who kind of were uh, really down on, on him. And I, I, you know, all I can say for anybody that just listen to the fucking episode and you make your own conclusions. And sure. You know, just draw your own conclusions. If you you can walk away from that and still go, man, fuck him. You know, I, and then that's your opinion. I don't care. You know, it, it's not me. I mean, I, I don't understand it, but it is what it is. I mean, I, but listen to the episode first before you start spouting sure. out. And but then there's, um, uh, I, I'm going to give the Undaniel another prop. He had the best, you know. 
best line where he was talking about how um I don't know who he was talking about as far as you know someone was like well yeah he's he's really been reliable and you know just kind of being sarcastic about Grego and he goes well so and so who basically insert you know boring radio host he's real reliable yeah. you know like that's kind of the funny part about it. it it's like I'm not looking for my radio host or whoever to be a nice, clean-cut guy, and I don't really care what they do outside of it. You know, yes, the problem that had occurred with Grego is that he was super unreliable and he lied to everybody. And well, he, he was he didn't lie to you. Yeah, I mean, what do I care? Oh, exactly. I mean, I, you know, I, I would have sucked it up. I'm here to be entertained. Entertain me. Yeah. Dance for me. Yeah. So if, you know, it's it's kind of like where, though, you're like in alternate realities. If maybe, you know, if maybe Mike Reiner and Corby could have just sucked it up and been like, you know what? He's a fucking mess. But you know what? I uh, Let's just keep him on. We got to figure it out a way to make this work because Grego is a real essential part of this show. <laughs> well, I think they did for a really long time. Yeah, exactly. I I agree. I, I'm just saying in an alternate reality. I'm not saying that they didn't. Oh, okay. I'm not yeah. saying that it was like a rash decision where they were like, screw this, you know, I don't like him, and he's been a pain in the ass, so let's get rid of him. I don't think that's what it was. I'm just saying in an alternate reality where, yeah, they kind of just would have just dealt with the crazy-ass Grego at all times. Nor would that have been better. You know, that's like where you don't even want to look back. What if that did happen? Well, he probably would have, maybe would have died or something because he wouldn't have been like, you know, maybe had a change in his life been like, you know, God, I need to, I need to stop. <laughs> like, I think you need to get your ass kicked. And, and I think you need to have bad things happen to you whenever you're obviously fucking up. And I think that's what happened to Grego. So, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, is is Porzingis just drop a three right now? What? No, it's an ESPN game. They don't play till eight thirty. So we're good. Thank you for um, staying focused. So, so let me bring up. Oh, hold on. Let me. Okay. So you kind of got into it <laughs> about you know you've been talking about what people's perception of the episode is and mm-hmm. yeah, it's confusing that P ones or whoever would listen to it and say yeah. I'm still bitter towards him. I, I don't see why anybody, any outsider would be personally bothered by Grego. Mm-hmm. But I, as I was listening to it the second time, I started to wonder, what is this experience like for someone who doesn't even know who Grego is? Like, what is Kelly thinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah so, and my wife is listening to the episode. I think she said she's a halfway in. She's She was still, I, I think she was like, I'm like the frame of reference for her is kind of lacking, but I still think it's pretty interesting just as a story. Cause that's what we were trying to do. Okay. I was trying to do is I'm tell the make. story, you know, for people yeah. who didn't know. That's, that's the point I was going to make. I think you could be, fr- I think my wife could listen to that episode and say, yeah, that guy, that guy is for scum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I think it you is. You know, she, she hears it as, you know, some, some radio guy who did drugs, and she goes to sleep immediately. It's like, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm out. But if she was forced to listen to it, I think she would get into it. I well, think that, that applies for pretty much anyone. If, if if anyone were to just, you know, I don't I don't know who Grego is. I'm 
I'm not that. If they just listen, they would say, you know, I was entertained for a couple hours there. Well, I could use the two hours. Uh, the one part I want to talk about, uh, well, and Grego is going to be a little, um, he, he seems to be a lot more humble than he ever was. But I think what I was Take really. Grain of salt, man. Like, you know. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. But I was, I wanted him to, I, I really wanted him to, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s, that in that era. Uh, I, I would say, I, I would beg to say right now, radio hosts like, Mike Reiner right now, the hard line or the and the hard line and the bad radio and I don't know how much the 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 fan guys are making. I think they're doing pretty well just because they had the corporate backing. But in the what in the hell are you doing? You realize your phone like what are you doing? Dude, I I'm trying to pour another whiskey. Can you hang with me for a second? Well, I don't care. The listeners are having this like, what the fuck is what the fuck is Jacob doing? Okay, edit this shit out. <laughs> I don't care. Okay, I, I'm not get, gonna wait till it's cold over to pour a whiskey. All right, get your damn whiskey. But but Done. but in the uh, late eighties, late eighties, the late nineties and early two thousands, the radio hosts like the Harline and like the Musers were making not like six figure. Um, six-figure deals at that time they were making in the millions like but i mean probably seven some were seven figure years for them seriously Uh, i'm i'm really serious i do remember i do remember someone on the ticket once said um i was making seven figures and i pissed it all away i'll let you figure out who that was (laughs) but uh yeah, I mean, well, I think in the uh, the full disclosure book, which I actually did read all the way through, they did talk about it in, the, in there was an era, and it was a brief one, but there was an era where they the whatever ad dollars they were getting and bonuses and all that stuff they were they were pulling in seven figures. So this wasn't like well, I'm just to you know making a hundred thousand dollars a year and you know living a kick-ass yeah you know whatever no these were high profile sports radio uh you know sports radio hosts that were making lots of money and that's what's compelling about the grego story is he was in the heyday of making lots of money and guess what he did he pissed it all away like you said he pissed it all away and that's sorry go ahead no 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 i was done i was done um, so as I was listening to it the second time, I started to wonder, what are the differences between the, 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 the ticket, you know, all the hosts, and a rock and roll band? Huh. Just in terms of the way fans follow them, um, the, the loyalty of the fans, the drama, you know, Grego, I, I, I think with him and, and his issues at the ticket, it really it really makes the ticket similar to a rock band. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. It was a thought I had and I started to think about it a little bit. Uh, maybe it's something I'll think about more later, but well, I think that's what's what the problem is. Again, that's believing your own hype. And then, you know, I've got plenty sure. of fans and they're going to follow me. They're not going to follow the fan. And that's the kind of the ego part that you get in that. And to where Grego can just go, screw it, I'm go do drugs and, and be wild ass and do whatever I want, and I'll okay, still... But on that note, back, back to my point, 
how many artists are like, fuck y'all, I'm going solo. Like, yeah. did you ever follow, okay, you may be the wrong person to ask, but I didn't follow Cody Canada one day after he left Cross-Canadian Rising. <laughs> I loved that guy. <laughs> but I loved the band. It wasn't oh. him. It was the band. You don't follow right? Cody, Cody Canada and the, what is it, Dead Horse oh, or I something? Oh, I know. It's not Cross-Canadian <laughs> Rising, dude. Not, yeah, I mean. I, Grego, Grego's not Grego unless he's on the ticket. I think there are aspects of that, um, and I think some people do kind of drink their own Kool-Aid, and they feel like they can do a lot of those things. They can't. They just can't. And I think even um, – I'm trying to use an example. Uh, have you listened to – I haven't listened to Corby's podcast. Is he good on that? Corby? Yeah, Corby has a podcast now. What the fuck? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I yeah, I think I think he like interviewed Mark Cuban, but didn't ask him any good questions. Oh, that yeah, that's just awesome, and that's because he gets you know grade A guests. Yeah, he gets grade A guests, but okay, he'd be good at. The, I don't know. I mean, I, I'd like to know if Corby could do something on his own, or if he's good as just kind of. I don't know. What well, I mean, I barely I, I barely remember he did it. So. <laughs> So I listen to our line every single day. Yeah, I know. It's just, I don't know. It's, it, it is interesting. I, I don't know how good Bob Stern would be by himself. I think a lot of people would maybe tune that out after a little bit, and you kind of need Dan. You know, I think, um, yeah, those combinations really do do something. When, and yeah, and it would have been actually nice if uh, we actually knew the hell who the hell R.J. Choppy was and been interested in anything that grego had to say at the time because i think that would have been uh-huh. fairly interesting um can i run through the rest of my notes here real quick please do i'm glad you brought up the 25 year plaque that he got less off of yeah <laughs> because count me in i was one of the people online really annoyed that you know they it was, it was blatant it, like grego can say what he wants that shit was on purpose Oh yeah, the, the, they can say whatever. Oh, it's just oversighted. Okay, I mean, oversight, Grego, dude. No, you don't oversight, Grego. They want the ticket, they whether do. they want to believe it or not. They can play their they can play their drops of them and everything else. They really don't want to have any real true association with them. Yeah, it was a shitty move on their part, and I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. Well, um, I, again, that's the whole point of this. It, it wasn't to, oh, Grego was so great, and he could be still so great. No, he was great. He's not so great anymore because he's pissed it yeah, all away. Yeah, it, it's it's done. You're you're not going to come back from that. But, okay, we're just going to pretend like Grego wasn't the best part of the, the ticket, and everybody who has anything to do with sports radio isn't doing something that Grego basically – blueprinted for you to do is, is that true i mean i think it is yeah i agree that, that was the whole point are you getting um, more whiskey for shit sakes no no um yeah with your phone every time high. you move we can hear th- everything okay don't move say what all right no more speaker Oh, you're on speakerphone? Oh, what the hell is wrong? You you listen to sports radio. Get get off the speakerphone. What is you? I do I do speakerphone every single phone conversation I ever do. Oh my god. So you sound. Oh my god. 
Oh my god. We need to do it from the top. We just did forty minutes and you're like, Oh yeah, I guess I'll uh, put it off speaker. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh hey, god. Nobody's paying me to be here. Oh now you sound awful. Wait, I sound awful now? Yeah. Oh sweet! I'll go back to your phone. No, okay. And now it sounded like you were in a cave, and now you're not in a cave. Okay. So, anyways, um, any other notes you have on on that? And if you hear yeah. my kids in the background, that's what's happening right now. So. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've been I've been hearing it, but I've been tuning it out and pushing forward like the professional that I. I, uh, I think my wife was yelling at one of the kids too. So I hope that was really great. <laughs> so there's another there's another podcast I've been kind of kind of listening to uh, people on the uh, the Twitter, and their kids are in the background the entire time. Like they get together, all the kids get together. And they go into a room and do the podcast, and you can hear the kids just screaming the whole time. I have, so. I have paid my wife and, and wine to please wrangle the kids to stay out of this room. So, Hey, man, it's part of the charm of an organic podcast. I get that. but Nobody's that's, expecting you to be a professional. I know you're trying to do your best. but No, it is. So is that all your notes that you have? No, no. Um, I just wanted to touch on Summer Bass 2013 because I was with you. Yes. If you've forgotten. No. Um, I, I, the reason I wrote it down is because I wanted to know if you remembered. We met Grego at opening day. Then. Yes, yes, yeah. It was very. It was like bang, bang. We had met. We we were walking through the. Um, we were walking through the parking lot, and fucking Grego's yep. just wandering around. I don't even know where he was going. He was he was getting audio. Yeah, he was getting audio, and I'm like, Grego, and he's like, hey, and he took a photo with us, and he was super yep. nice and super weird looking, but <laughs> I want to post yeah, that photo. I got to find that. Showed my, okay, I want to know if you remember. Yeah, yeah, that. that's right. You showed the photo and to me. you Mike. remember Mike's reaction? Okay, maybe not as better, not as good as you. Well, okay. okay. So no, 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 no. Let, uh, let me let me stop you right now, though. The yeah. the summer bash that I was talking about in the podcast was probably a year later. Maybe so, because I don't remember the conversation with Mike. Well, the the the, yeah, the conversation with Mike was maybe when you weren't there, but yeah, I, so I, I did... just moved to Charlotte, right? Like a couple weeks before that. Yes, yes, but I yeah, I know okay. exactly. Yeah, because Grego was still employed whenever I was talking to Mike. the The time I talked okay. to him, uh, uh, Grego had been fired. Okay. Okay. So I misunderstood that. I think that was, um, I think the one you're talking about was probably 2012. Maybe, but we showed him that photo, right? Okay, so what did he say? Not a damn thing. Not even a facial expression. Yeah, he did kind of ghost. Like he did. He was just like, it's like you showed him a picture of yourself, and no one was most, no one was on the side of you. Like you just showed. I don't care about a photo of you, and just moved on. <laughs> no, dude, it was the photo of the. He just he didn't. Give us the satisfaction of a reaction. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think... It was was me and Grego, and we showed it to Mike, and he just stared at it, and then stared at us, and didn't even offer a damn facial expression. Hmm. The most Mike Reiner thing ever. Totally. Like, Mike Reiner on air, and like, 
off air. I mean, he's, I, I've got some Mike Reiner tiny stories, but um, I remember whenever I, I talked to him about the Grego thing, and then I was talking to Mike Soroy later, and I told him, I was like, yeah, I asked him about Grego. And, you know, with them being colleagues, I'm sure as colleagues, you don't like go, hey, Mike, what, what do you think of Grego? So he was like shocked that I asked him anything. And I was like, well, I don't care. Uh-huh. Like, I don't have to work with him. <laughs> so, right. yeah, exactly. he's like, oh, man, you asked him about Grego? I was like, yeah, what the hell not? You know? <laughs> right. So, um, but I, yes. I want to debate high analytics, Grego. Oh, dude, I knew you guys. I, when I was laughing, that's what I was laughing at. I was like, <laughs> Dustin Dietz uh, is like losing his shit. Fuck you, Grego. <laughs> trying to figure out no, what the no, hell no. war is. <laughs> He can have his wrong opinion. That that was that was basically. Um, I'm not. I'm not. Um, I don't want to compare it to like race. Like when like your old, like some old grandpa is being racist, and you just go, "Okay, grandpa." Like, <laughs> but that's the only thing I could come up right, with. No, that's, no, I get it. That's, that's kind of the way I take it too. But yeah. I think it would be a fun discussion. It's like, o- it's okay. I just want to ask him, hey. Hey, Grego, are you anti your team doing, like, the most optimal thing to win games? And just how he answers that question. Grego, then we'll go, again, it's all it's all home runs and strikeouts, and it's boring as hell. Okay. And, and on that, I can't really argue. I can't either. I, I kind of – you know, it, it was a time whenever the – I don't want to get lost in sabermetrics, but when I was into some of those stats, and I, I get that, and we would have these fun little conversations, well, we should have done this, da, da, da. but now it gets a little old, and I'm like, I don't care, man. Just win ball games and just shut up. Sure. Like, that's all I yeah. care about. You just want to come home from work and be entertained for just, a few hours. Just win the damn ball game. So – um sure. Any other notes? So, Saber Metrics, Grego. Um, okay, last last one, and then a few random thoughts. Not random, but just kind of overviews. Um, Corby, a TCU guy, huh? Who said that? He did. He was talking about Corby, and he, he said, yeah, and he's a TCU guy. I said, whoa, 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 stop the podcast. Did he say TCU, or did he? Yeah. No, he, he loud is clear. He he said, "Yeah, he, he was listing all the reasons why he liked Corby, and one of them was he's a TCU guy." Well, he went to TCU twenty oh thirty years ago, but yeah, I I got problems there. But we'll move on. Um, right. But just to wrap up, dude, he's an amazing storyteller. Yes. Uh, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it, and I would love to see the movie. I'd love to see the movie. Another thing I wanted to bring up well, with Grego again, know, I got I had like a lit Yeah, it's, it's just crazy. Yeah, and and then you know as as I was as I was um, approaching two hours, I think I stopped at about one fifty one something whatever, and uh-huh. and I was like, ah, we can't go more than two. It's just going to be too much, and we can do this again. Like Grego is so open; he wants to do whatever. I don't know if he wants to, like. I think he wants to talk about himself, but he's also like, can we talk about this effing impeachment? Like, that's what he wants to do. <laughs> like, he wants to talk about the Democrats or well, something like that. Like I said earlier, man, it's his thing. You know, it's it's what he loves to do. He yeah. wants to do it. Yeah, exactly. So, so um, another thing, uh, we had a breaking, breaking story uh, that just happened before we got on air. 
on air, whatever. Ooh. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. Um, I won't. I won't divulge my source who who brought this up to me, but I did let a a radio host know of the podcast, and he uh, he's not as uh, favorable to the podcast. I mean, to uh, to Grego. I'm sorry. To the podcast, he actually found to be halfway, you know, pretty decent actually. And, but he goes, um, he was telling me, well, pathological liar Grego is telling some story about the Von Erics, and I don't even know if he's telling the truth here. And I don't know if you remember that or not. But um, sure, he yeah, brought, he brought up the story about. I didn't care. I kind of fast forwarded through all that the second time. I didn't care. Yeah, uh, it's Just, it's not it's it's not important. But um, the story. as everyone is telling me, and through this whole thing, I've had tons of people ask me, you know. Do you think Rego's lying? Do you think he was being truthful? Um, is he? I mean, the one part I was like, I, some people were like, "Do you think he's like using you?" And I'm like, "What am I? What, what am I getting used for?" Like, if Grego lies, this is my thought thought process on this. Grego lies to me; it does nothing to me. I don't look like I'm any less of a credible person. He said it. I just okay. I let him say it. He looks. He will discredit himself if he lies, okay. And if he tells the truth, he might garner himself some better favor with with the audience whenever he tells the truth. And I think a lot of people are coming away with that, going, "Man, I didn't really like Grego, but damn, that was a good interview." And it seemed like he was being truthful. So um, the Von Erich story, which he told, is like he was throwing discus and he was playing football with the with all the Von right, Erichs. Right. Um. But basically, that is the only thing that I've heard from the interview that people didn't know or people, it's not really important. But, okay, uh, if that's the one thing that's been put up as questionable, um, uh, that was the one thing I, I talked to, I, I, I just tweeted to Greg. I'm like, well, you were very truthful. And the only thing that I've ever heard uh, that you may have been lying about was about the Von Erics, and he—I uh, could tell that he was like. Uh, let me let me read the the entire um, interaction because it was kind of funny. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, I go. Uh, may, I I said maybe uh, something about him. He, he said something about uh, the best podcast interviewer out there <laughs> about me. Which okay, shut up, Grego. Uh, maybe people are right. You are a you are a pathological liar. Either way, it's an honor. Uh, no, no, no. This isn't it at all. I just maybe I just wanted to say that. Um, <laughs> but I I got into the I go the one question was your claim about the Von Erics if that was true. That's the only thing I've seen that was questionable. And he goes ask Ke he added. Uh, Kevin Von Erich, which is Kerry Von Erich, the to Tex Tornado, and all the other Von Erichs. It's one of the brothers. He and he and he um, he added him and said, "Ask if he played against me. Ask if Lake Dallas didn't come to Boyd and hang eighty-one on us. <laughs> Lake <laughs> Dallas and Boyd were in the same I'm district. I was right now. <laughs> do what." <laughs> I'm reading the tweet right now. Yeah. So he, he says, you know, Lake Dallas and, and Boyd were in the same district. I was class of 78. I don't know why I'm doing Gregor voice, but I'm doing it. 
Look up the Ackeson guys. See when they were see when they were there. All true. Tell them, Kevin. Like <laughs> I'm sitting there going, yes. I've got my hands in the air, going yes. Like I I got Grego fired up totally, and uh, he's added. <laughs> he's at uh, Kevin. Uh, hold on, yeah, Kevin yeah. Von Eric, the Kevin Von Eric. And yep. so, and so, uh, oh God. So then he tweets me quoting, oh God, where the hell is it? Um, number one, he also says every word, every word I uttered was true. I have no motive to be, uh, to not be 100% truthful. I even admitted to embarrassing items in my past. I held nothing back and I look forward to another podcast, blah, blah, blah. So then Ke- at Kevin Von Eric replies to Grego. Good to hear from you, Grego. Yes, I do remember playing your school in high school. <laughs> I talked to you about that on sports radio show. Uh, Norm Hiskus, I think. What a what a game, buddy! You make me make me sound so good. Thanks. Later, Kev. <laughs> love it. Love and it. Love I, it. And I'm sitting here going, "Oh my God, we're like we're like real journalists over here. We're, we're checking facts. <laughs> Stupid podcast." Oh, it's so great! And uh, I, love how, I love how Grego is burning up Twitter, confirming his own source, which is, 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 is himself. Exactly. <laughs> oh God! So I, I'm telling you, I'm all about the Grego. I I've got no um, I I got nothing bad to say about him. Okay, I got nothing. You know, everyone can bitch and moan about it. And, you know, obviously most of them that don't like him, um, I, I don't know. I don't know what, how him doing drugs hurt you. You, you didn't do anything. You know, didn't do anything to you. You didn't know you 20 bucks or anything. And, um, okay, right. I think some of it is that butt hurtness about him leaving the ticket. And then there's some butt hurtness because, uh, because Grego seems to be quite conservative on on twitter and i think his political leanings turn a lot of people off okay whatever yeah like who okay, gives that's, a shit that's a question i would love to ask him yeah and and maybe you can in a follow-up interview at some point mm-hmm. like with everything involved with with all of it with the lies the drugs all of it in your opinion what part or how much influence of your current situation does your political leaning um Makeup. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, and, and yeah, you. The worst worded question ever. But. No, I way you worded it in a text message earlier was 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 fine, and I think let me. Are you with me? Let me uh, let me look into the future of what he might say. Is I don't believe he thinks any of that had anything to do with it. No, I, of course I, that's what he. I, I believe yeah, he I, now now I don't know how he was back in the day if he was over there talking shit about Bill Clinton or something, I don't know, and praising George W. Bush. But I, I don't didn't give it. Yeah, he probably didn't care. He's like, whatever, man, as long as you get blow, I don't care. <laughs> so, <laughs> so so I really um I really don't think he cares. Um or I no, I don't think he I don't think he believes that has anything. But it, it is a good question to ask him. And, I, and if anybody has other better questions or whatever, I'm I'm up to it. I feel like I did as good as I could. It's it it was just it was just sit and let Grego talk and 
Grego's going to answer your question whether you you want to or not. You know, that's that's basically the only way to with Grego and just just let him roll because he's he he'll carry it. So. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, um, just to wrap it up again. Good job. Oh, appreciate it. But um, probably the most. Uh, most What's probably the biggest compliment I've ever given you? Pretty the much. Time I've ever known you. Uh, good job. I'm. I know. <laughs> like we've even played baseball, and I've hit a home run, and I don't think you ever said good <laughs> job. <laughs> nah, I didn't. I, look, man, I was worried about shutting them down the next inning on defense. Oh yeah, so uh, I like if that gives anybody a frame of reference. Ball. We played high school <laughs> ball together, and I hit a home run, and he never <laughs> said good job. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Like whatever, man. So, uh, so Watchmen. I have three innings to play here. So. I know, I know. Uh, so, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap up with some from quick or uh, Watchmen talk. Uh, the end of the season finale. What do you think? Um, I think that it should have been two episodes shorter. The yeah, series. they kind of strung that strung that along. I think. They, um, they scrambled the end, man. Yeah. I think the, the best part about the show was the mystery surrounding the story and the characters. And when things started to reveal itself, they lost the intrigue of the story. Yeah, that's what's kind of funny. And they haven't re-upped Watchmen for a second season, which is strange. I probably won't watch the second season. It's if- probably really strange because they really, I mean, they've, you don't have a Lady True anymore. You know, I'm sorry for spoiler alerts. But you don't have a Lady True anymore. You, you, you probably have a, a Dr. Manhattan, I'm pretty sure. In some sense, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you've really – he put all in, which it, he was he was the he was the showrunner for The Leftovers and Lost. So he is a yeah. guy who um, – he knows how to make really, really great television. And I think he put all of it in to the first season. And from what I'm hearing – is that he was? He's like, I'm good for this first season, and I will hand this off to somebody else, or we'll just never do anything else. So, just I hope it dies. There. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm up to it being done. I still think there's a lot to, you know, I think it'd be freaking kind of baller for them to end with her putting her foot in that water, and you're, and then they just say, nah, you'll never know. So. Um, yeah, and I'm cool with that, man, because it was starting to get so corny. In those yeah, last and I want to talk about the corny part. Um, and I know I I know of some more of my conservative friends who were turned off by the show, and I uh, yeah, I do. And, and I don't really care about that. I, I understand that, and you have to you have to read up on old uh, the old showrunner, brilliant guy. He does brilliant television, but he is. He was at the rally with a pink hat. There's no doubt, and he wanted. There was this little swan song of, uh, you know, hey, look, I you know I zapped a bunch of white supremacists. Look how great I am, and I'm like, okay, like clap away. You killed the white supremacist in the show, like, like that was so. Did you see what I did in that show? I, I zapped a bunch of white supremacists away. All right, great. There's no, yeah. there's no doubt that was a little lame, but that's. Um, you have to know something about like like I even knew at that point. Um, I actually read up on the guy. I forget his name already. The guy who actually wrote the Watchmen. He is a crazy lunatic guy from England, I think. 
and he he's Doctor. like a real anarchist leftist, but he's also a um, do I? Shocker. Yeah, I know. And and that's also being from like the UK. I don't think he like he doesn't really like understand some of the the nuances of stuff. I think he like sees in in weird media like like making like Nixon like this white supremacist hero, and it's like didn't he pat like. He, he passed like civil rights legislation <laughs> like yeah. like yeah. he really actually did a lot like i think they like to characterize that you know like he was from like you know i went to like the richard nixon uh presidential library in yorba linda california no i did not know yeah that. i went there and i'm and like if this is where he was like born and raised so he's like in california i mean like I don't know. You can say what you want about Richard Nixon, but they try to make it out to be like that. We're going to tear down your God. And, and you know, but what I found fascinating about the whole thing is, and this is where he couldn't even screw this up is where, you know, I don't know if you know anything about the whole Warshak um, character. No. Okay. Well, that's what they, they centered the seventh cavalry on. And, you know, Rorschach being, you know, Rorschach, the psychological test, which you you just anybody can have any type of uh, reaction to what what it is. And I think that's what Rorschach was. I think uh, the the creator tr- tried to make him out to be a little bit more of a piece of shit than he really was. But like in the comics, Rorschach was um, like he was like anti Batman type character. Like he was not like, we don't need to kill him. He's like, no, we need to kill them and, you know, fuck them up and all this other stuff. There are pieces of crap. And, um, but then they also like made him racist in some ports or something like that. I I think it was like, not really like super, I don't know. I like, I didn't read enough. I didn't get will on here. Cause I think he actually read the watchman. So he he told me a little bit about how like like he didn't really like the Rorschach character, but I was like, well, you didn't like him, but you like he's a pretty um, interesting character. But with it being Rorschach, I think you could have seen well who was who was the bad guy and who was the good guy in that show. Like who was it? Are you asking me that question? I mean, I think that's I think that's what kind of blurred the lines with this. Who was the good guy? Who was the bad guy? Um. Yeah. So one thing one thing I kind of noted about it was, as the story goes, um, every single character ends up being a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, I think that's where you 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 um, blur the lines. You know, you have yeah. you have the police and. All you know, only they're able to have masks and stuff. So, oh no, now they're the good guy. But then they're gonna go to to save everybody. We're gonna totally violate the rights of all these quote unquote uh, white supremacists. So right. we're, they're no better than anyone else. And then like they're you know, um, you know, journalists that falling from the sky and they're beating them up. You know, they don't want any people. You know, they're beating up journalists and stuff like that. Like. I kind of went, I was like, okay, you can, who's the good guy? You don't know who the good guy is in it. I mean, you could even say, well, um, go ahead. No, I, 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 
I do like that part of the show. It's a Rorschach test. It's what it is. It's a Rorschach test for the entire thing. That even with that lady, you know, that Beyond was coming in there with her little her cards. Who is more scared or whatever? The like, it's all about perception, and you just that's sure. kind of the more genius uh, part. Where that little loser who was, you know. Well, I want to do the show, but we're going to really push it on to the, the, the white supremacist part. Well, he could have done all that, but he still couldn't fuck up the actual center of the show, which is genius. Yeah, I don't I don't need a good guy in my show. No. No? No, we, we fact, love antiheroes. Yeah, some of my favorite shows, they have flawed protagonists. Yeah. You know, Madden comes to mind. Or, um, Tony Soprano. And I think before Tony yeah, sure. Soprano, there was Warshak. He was an anti-hero. He was trying to do what he thought was the best thing uh, for humanity. And that's what everyone was doing. Everybody was doing the best thing for humanity while, you know, dropping a, an octo- you know, a, a huge octopus and killing three million people to save billions right. of people or to uh, kill a bunch of people and become Dr. Manhattan to save people. You know, it's that, that whole thing is intriguing and it's like, okay, this is a, it is. this is a really fascinating show, but they dropped the ball with a whole, like, you know, yeah, they, just, they started to run out of, they started to run out of um, mystery. I yeah, guess. they they did, and then and you know, I, I one part I um I, I found really funny and also very um weird and um kind of inaccurate. Like, when was the first time you heard the term problematic? First time I heard. Well, I mean, like problem. in in the in the term of like that, you know, that costume is real problematic. You know, hundred percent. Yeah, but like I would say, probably in the last maybe five. Oh yeah, oh, five, maybe like, five years, maybe. Two thousand fifteen or so. Yeah, really, really, really recent. Where everybody's really shown that, but that part where Doctor Manhattan comes in and he's he's the 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 Cal character. His is a black mm-hmm. guy, and he goes, "Well, you're dressed up as that. It's real problematic." And I'm sitting there going, "Yeah." It's 2009. Stop it! <laughs> like, right. and that, and that freaking, freaking Ozzy Manuels or whatever the hell's name is, is is sitting over here being woke in front of Doctor Manhattan. What are we doing here? Like, what is this? Um, so, uh, on a more broader question, when did we start kind of developing themes in television shows based on? social media um, hashtag, so to speak. Yeah, I have no idea. And it's like, really... It's... Like the stupid okay sign. Oh, like, okay, yeah. I wanted to talk about that, too. I wanted to talk about that, too. How are people getting memed to death? It's, it's, it was a meme. It was a joke. Okay. It, 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 it absolutely. So literally, that it's now actually a thing. And in that show, and, and in the show, they do the Cyclops, which I actually read up on some know, stuff right. about the Cyclops. Do you know? Do you know about the Cyclops? This is a real thing. Like, not the hand signal. No, that the hand signal is not real. We do not. You know, the hand signal is so fake. It's not it real. Stupid ass meme that it's like 
no, no, no. Or whoever the no, I, and I know I mean, plenty of white like, people, hey, look, and I've not. like a WNFC. Yeah. I, if I, you I, see anybody doing this, it means white I, I know, I know, no, no, no. I know, I know. Hold on, hold on. But I, 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 I'm telling you, we know white people, and I've not met any. Uh, maybe they're hiding from us. I don't know. We've not met any uh, Klansmen or any type of white supremacists. I don't know them. I mean, we know racist people. But it's mostly people with no power of any type, you know, like they have no elected offices or anything like that. But um, the Cyclops is the Cyclops is actual real thing where they uh, which uh, the KKK, you know, the Grand Wizard is what they usually call. They used to call it. uh, I wish I had it in front of me. They called it the Grand Cyclops. This is a real thing, which I found fascinating. I'm glad they put that in there. I thought that was pretty cool that they did that, but they made it kind of obviously more sinister with the whole hand signal and blah blah blah. Yeah, but I and that's that's my question. They they tie it back to Twitter or yeah or whatever Reddit. I was fine if they they could have done the white supremacist thing and. And you know, I found it fascinating. You may not have because I didn't watch the movie and Hooded Justice. You know, wh- you know him. The origin story there that he was. Everyone obviously thought he was white, and and he was black, and 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 it, and it all kind of makes sense. And I th- I found that whenever right. I found out that that black guy was Hooded Justice, for me that was shocking. And, and for somebody, I mean, I didn't read the comics, but I do know of the story and who Hooded Justice was. That was shocking. You're like, oh my god, he's the first superhero, and he was black. Okay, that's it's crazy. I know that didn't mean anything to you, because as just no, a no. as a guy as a guy who just walked in and goes, hey, I like watch. Well, okay, well, whatever. I like HBO. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, for somebody who has no. Frame of reference, but and then, but the the annoying parts were, you know, uh, the annoying parts was both sides annoyed me with this with this show. The people who were like, I ain't watching that because they talk bad about, you know, whatever, you know, they're they're obviously just trying to, you know, yeah. race bait uh, and da 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 da. Disagreements. I've had disagreements with people on that front where they're like, I'm not watching that shit. I'm like, well. You know, all that aside, it's an entertainment. Yeah, I think, and so then and then the ones who are like, well, you know, it's it's now just it's all just about dunking on everybody. Well, I like watching them, and, and, and some people may not even really like the show. It's just like it's making it's making these people who I don't like really mad. So I like the show more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I I don't. I don't want to interact with either of that <laughs> yes. side. So that that right. was that was the but most. I will, say this, man. I will say this: the first episode starts with, sorry for the spoiler, listener, uh, the 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 Tulsa massacre, right? Yeah. And Dorothy asked me, like, "Is that real?" And I'm like, "No way." Yeah, it's re- that's yeah. And then around the second episode, I'm like. I don't know, something in me, I just got a little curious, and I Googled it, and I'm like, uh, breaking news, that actually fucking happened. Yeah, I man. no idea. Yeah, and I, I like that part. If if you can try to, don't, don't put your pussy hat on and try to, you know, dunk on whatever. If you can tell a good story, and 
that story, which, yeah, you, I mean, if you don't know, uh, the Tulsa riots in 1921, which basically just a bunch of clan clansmen came through and just killed a bunch of uh, successful black uh, business owners in Tulsa. And Booker, right. Booker T. Washington, I think, was the one who came through there and had quoted saying, Tulsa right now is what I would call a black Wall Street. Uh, like they're very, so very I, successful black folks in this area, and then the clans came through and killed a bunch of people. I think the reason why I decided to Google it is because I think you had mentioned it in a conversation years ago. Black Wall Street. Like, you were the one that, that told me about that. It was just kind of in passing in a conversation. Hmm. Maybe I, I was talking I about a different block. There might be Google multiple it. Black Wall Streets. I don't know why I would ever talk about it. I don't remember ever talking about that. It was news well, to me. It was so. news to me whenever I saw that. And I I looked it up. Okay. Well, I'd actually heard that, yes, whatever happens in the beginning of this, this is real. And you're like, whoa. And I had a, I was totally fine with that and having that being the origin. I mean, that's a great origin story to have that type sure. of stuff happen. That's a uh, great, and, and with drawing off of a real event. I think that is, if you want to talk about storytelling to storytelling, that is fascinating storytelling. And to where you're. Mm hmm. Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I just from going to 1921 to 2019 and having that whole story intertwine, I think that is just masterful story, uh, storytelling. Uh, but, it was it was great, and then you mix in the uh, the style of the 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 uh, left behind and lost of you know we're going to show you a scene and it's going to make zero sense. Yes, and guess what? We don't care. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be left with that. You're gonna walk away from this episode not knowing what happened in any of those scenes you just saw. Well, but I mean, they, they, they this was and, uh, this was like Easter egg island of of shows. I mean, I watched videos after videos. You know, eighty three Easter eggs that you missed on this episode. I mean, literally that many numbers, and they even left Easter eggs into the. The photo that you click on on HBO, it is of Angela Abar in the show as Sister whatever the hell, Sister Night, mm -hmm. and there is a blue glow over her. They that's an Easter egg itself. That there's a blue huh. glow over her. Did you know that? Yeah, I probably left a lot of meat. But like I said, I just kind of randomly came across it and started watching. So, well, if you know like anything about interested. if you know anything about me, I don't like going into shows and going. Well, I watched it. I was I was on my phone half the time, and I was doing that. I don't play that. Like I get into shows. Yeah. Like I really get into shows. So, and that's why I don't really watch a ton of them because if I'm going to watch a show, I'm going to get really into it. I'm going to get into the story. I'm going to get into theories and. And, you know, like leftover, like the type of things, you know, people were, you know, using symbolism and all that other stuff. I found I found great in television and that didn't have some political or whatever kind of crap into it. I mean, I don't think it did. But I mean, <laughs> well, fucking everything. so you don't go to a lot of concerts, but when you do, you sit in the front row. <laughs> That's right. Well, I think you got to I, I listen to the whole album if I'm going to go listen. I'll, sure. I'll, I want to make sure I know all the songs. 
That's what it is. Yeah, I'm a little more casual, but I occasionally will get into one. Game of Thrones, I read the blogs and the backstories and whatnot. Okay, well, that was a good, quick uh, Watchmen talk, and I, uh, I'm i going to go tuck the girls in right now and head on. But, hey, perfect uh, timing because the Mavs are about to tip off. Isn't that great? Well, I thank you, Jacob, and uh, thank you for your actual uh, complimenting me on this whole thing. I really thought this was going to crash and burn after three episodes. No, man, you're going wrong. Like, it's all downhill from here. Yeah, I, <laughs> that makes me really nervous. Like, I want a nice, steady you know, going in, you know, going up. I don't want to start up and go, you know. No, I just mean as far as, as far as ease goes, it's all easy from here. It's all gravy, baby. (laughs) Well, yeah, I think, um, as, um, as it goes, it'll only get easier and it'll, um, I mean, I really don't think truthfully, Grego should have never done the interview, but I guess I was able to finesse him enough to, just do it because someone who's never interviewed anybody or had two interviews should never interview Grego, but I was lucky enough to do it. So I'm going to go with the luck and I think I did all right. So I'm fucking, I'm going for it. But keep it rolling, brother. That's right. Keep it rolling. Have a good I'll one, Jacob. The channel. Yeah. See ya. See you, man. All right. Bye. Jeff Catlin speaking. Cat. Hey, Grego, what's up? Hey, man, listen. I hate to do this to you, you know. I would never do this to you if it wasn't big time. I can't make you in the show today. Why not? Are you sick? Are you okay? Man, I tell you what. I, I, I Are you sick? Well, it's, it's, not a, it's not a matter of sick, man. Cat, get off the sick, man. Uh, well, I, I what's just, it a matter of? Are, are well, you okay? I, I can't make it in. I can't make it in. Greg, are you okay? Well, I mean... <laughs> Cat, I mean, you tell people long enough that horse crap is peanut butter, they're going to eat it. You know what I'm saying? What? You know what oh, I'm saying, Cat? No, I do Are you sick? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Listen, you're not I, listening to me. I you, can't make it in today, and it, it's not sick, man. It's not a question of being sick. I mean, I could be sick or I couldn't be sick. I mean, I just can't let the door hit me where the good Lord split me. What? Have you talked to Reiner? Unbelievable. Have you talked to Reiner? Don't tell Reins. Don't what? tell Reins I'm not coming in today. Well, what do you mean, don't tell Reins? You he's can't your... tell Ryan's cat. Listen to me, man. Grego, he's your partner. Just please don't tell him. All right, fine. Have you talked to Bruce Gilbert? I mean, you need to call your boss and let him know oh, you're not coming. Oh, boy, don't bring Bruce into this. Don't let Bruce into it. What do you mean, don't bring him into it? I just he... don't want him to find out. I'll call well, him. Uh, i tell you what, I'll call okay, him. Okay, fine. Well, someone needs to let him know. I mean, he's the program director. Uh, oh, I just I can't come in. Is everything okay? I can't come in, Cat. Well, I mean, why not? The, the puppy faces have a deck of cards that can't make me fly like I what? used to. Are you feeling okay? They just can't make me fly in the poppy seeds with the pretty butter. That do you need me to come and check on you, Grego? Are you okay? Cat, don't come out here. What do you mean? Don't well, come I want out to come to and house. check on you. Just don't come out to my house, man. Well, I'm telling look, you. What? It's all it's all the zebras with the, the roofing tiles. What? Cat? Are you taking too much vigor fit? Are you feeling all right? Cat, listen. Call Goldie and tell her to call me immediately. I'm having problems. Well, all right, Kat. I'll call Goldie and you call Bruce and Ryan's. And, oh, uh, Cat, there's a big tennis shoe in my cheek. It's what? up under the skin, Cat. Grego. Cat. Are you going to be able to make it in tomorrow? I love you, Cat. I love you. Hello? Grego. Grego.
Chicago. I eat boogers.